0: Welcome here to Scandinavian Tennis Podcast. My name is Rune Thompson,
1: and my name is Linus Eriksson. Here we will talk you through this week's most interesting happenings on the tennis tours.
0: Vamos, let's go.
1: We are sitting here Sunday morning, and uh, we have a new episode of the Scandinavian Tennis Pod in front of us, and uh, we have a couple of finals ahead of us during the day uh, that I am sure. Rune will talk us, uh, like, um, yeah, talk a little bit about. And uh, Rune, uh, are you? How are you? Sunday morning too early for you, or?
0: No, it's the best. Not because it's Sunday, but because it's morning and it's early. No, no, it's very good. And and weather is is superb here in uh, where I am. So I cannot complain about anything uh, yeah it's just uh, go on and I, I can say I have actually been up already almost one and a half hour just being so excited to start this podcast
1: <laughs> And time is like 645 here so uh, yeah nice and and Sundays it's uh, it's uh, for, for tennis people it's the day playing about titles so normally we as coaches like to still be in the draw and when it's Sunday right? Uh, yes. And it's extra exciting. Uh, but now when we have some Scandinavians playing for, for the big trophy, that, that's, uh, that makes us happy as well. Um, absolute, and, uh, absolute. Where want to start today, Rune?
0: Yeah, and we can also say, I mean, just to wrap up a little bit, it's also the day where uh, a lot of the f- f- first round of quali is played. So, I mean, you can actually have both a final and you can have a uh, quali match. So Sunday is a very important weekday in the week uh, for a lot of tennis players uh, regardless if you are in a top top or in the yeah on your way up
1: Very uh, but let's and start with the a uh, quick wrap I up add, i can add it can also be the complicated day when you are playing final but you just need to book your tickets to reach to the first maybe to the to, to the monday match or, or somewhere else so uh, it's it's always a, a crazy day for for some of us uh, but okay, i agree it's so true
0: no, but let's wrap up uh, with the with the biggest event this week and also next week. It's Madrid uh, Masters, uh, 1,000 for both men and women, played in um, yeah Madrid in very fast conditions. And, I mean, because the tournament is not finished yet, we just quickly wrap up the two remaining Scandinavian players in the in the draw. It's Holger Rune that is in third round of singles against Fokina, playing later today. And then we have Hardy, Hardy that is in second round in doubles. Uh, so we will follow through with that, and hopefully one of them or both of them will be there next week when we do the next episode of the Scandinavian Tennis Podcast.
1: Definitely.
0: Then we move down to ATP Challenger level, where we have Victor Dorazovic in semifinals and doubles in Rome, 75, uh, Victor still pushing up, and I-, I think now he is around 1- 165. In, in doubles uh, so yeah actually pretty good <laughs> ranking for uh, 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 a singles player uh, that is focusing 100% on singles so <laughs> yeah very good for Victor but,
1: but is he closing in on a rank, double ranking where he actually can play play higher than in his, his singles
0: no no I think it's it's more or less the same still uh, so it's not like it it is it is a big uh, turnaround for him no uh, he can do the same and uh, hopefully he can also get up higher in, in singles uh, soon uh, he has been having this as we talked about for a long time ranking around 300 for for so long uh, yeah almost years and uh, i think that uh, it's it's it would be very good and i would be very happy for for Victor if he could make the last push into yeah 225 to 30 so he can play uh, all the slams
1: okay okay yeah
0: and yeah, and then we moved down or not down, but then we moved to ITF level uh, where we had semifinals for our um, yeah upcoming guest we can say yeah. uh, in this episode uh, in doubles uh, Ulrike Agri, uh, again uh, last week she uh, the week before she won the tournament in Oeres and this time this week she made semifinals in in double with the with the same uh, Japanese partner Yari. Um, so very good for Ulrike, that also actually, not that we should uh, forget about that, that also made it from the quality to the second round in, in singles, which is uh, a good result for her compared to that she's, yeah, she's uh, much higher ranked in, in doubles. Uh,
1: we, we can Like you said, uh, Rune uh, Ulrike will uh, join us uh, later on in this episode. You had a, had a good chat with her. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you were talking about with her
0: yeah i think the listeners can look forward to to hear how it is to be uh, yeah being on on the tour for so many years first uh, primary as a as a single player and then uh, later on uh, as the double ranking went up 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 uh while playing single uh, the shift to that and then of course uh, representing norway in in building king cup so yeah very interesting uh, talk ahead for for the listeners
1: Perfect, perfect. But first, we have uh, more results to go through here. Yeah,
0: uh, we have two finals, as you said, uh, for uh, for two Scandinavian male players in singles. Uh, first of them is uh, August Holmgren that finally made a push through in, in singles uh, this week in, in Nottingham uh, and actually also playing the doubles finals after the singles final today. Uh, it will be interesting to see if, if uh, August can uh, yeah get his, his first uh, title on the 25 level. Um, and then, of course, of course, of course, we have Dragos again in final in Antalya M15. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know how we can keep saying anything about this, but the, unbelievable.
1: Um, the government to- st- needs to laugh when they have the prize ceremony now. like, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's how many trophies do he have to shake in in his bag when he's traveling home? Uh, yeah, uh, it's extra, I don't know extra that... weight.
0: But there is at least, uh, yeah, uh, some um, some some trophies there for sure. And he's if he's winning today, it will be his 50 win of the year, which is pretty sick. Compared to it's not even the first of May, so that means in four months he has won yeah 12 and a half uh, match every month. That's unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable
1: making history, Natalia.
0: And, and lost, lost one, one, one point, uh, two matches per day, per month. It's, yeah, unreal. And this <laughs> week he, he didn't drop a hit. So we can, uh, yeah, find a lot of uh, yeah words for this. But uh, yeah, we just wish uh, Dragos good luck and uh, hopefully he can <laughs> make another title. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's fun. But I, I would like to stop uh, one more second with uh, August Holmgren, uh that has now played... Uh, is it one and a half year as a pro after college? No,
0: almost, almost one year. Almost, almost one year. He, and, sta- uh, he started in end of May. So he May. has... Uh, yeah.
1: H- how would you summarize this year for him? Because he had a pretty good uh, college career. Uh, moving. No, I think
0: that everybody around August and everybody in, in Denmark expected more from him. I can see. Okay. But as I, as I said, but a lot of the the guys that expect more and maybe also himself and his surrounding, they don't know how it is on the tour. So I mean, for me, it's 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 uh, better than um, better than expected because they didn't knew what to what he was facing, and of course, it's it's very different, and especially without wild cards. But the thing is, uh, they they compared him to to this young US guy, Ben Shelton, that they thought he was equal good as. And uh, maybe he is equal good at it, but the problem is Ben had like 20 uh, wildcards uh, from he was uh, 18 to now, and uh, August had zero. So that and also <laughs> uh, you have to remember that uh, Ben is four years younger than uh, than August. It makes a, a big difference. So I think that, uh, I mean, of course, uh, August can make a a push to make it a little bit higher uh, after one year because you still have one month to go. But I mean, I expected around uh, 500-450, which is what he will end at, uh, of course, regardless of of the results today. But then the the tough thing will be the second year, as always, because then you also have to defend the point and live with that pressure. So we will see. But okay. I think it's very positive that he's been doing so good in doubles uh, lately, actually. He has uh, two wins, and, and, and now also potential three, and then uh, two finals. So I think in, in doubles, he's been doing a lot better than expected.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, nice. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes today. Maybe he will bring two titles uh, home. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh,
0: and then yeah. we have the last result on the pro um, level. You can say it is Maja Redenkovic that played a women's double in the uh, fifteen in Serbia, Kursumiljaka, Banja, and uh, it's very good to see Maja, that after some um, yeah single um, early single uh, lost she She made it all the way in in doubles uh, with her partner from Holland.
1: Yes, and uh, was this uh, her first title maybe on pro level?
0: It I could be think it could be yeah, I think so. I think so yeah yes. it is it is her first title title um,
1: okay, so good for for Maya. Uh, very good for Maya. very good. For Maya. I'm not sure she had a final before this or maybe not even a semifinal in doubles so yeah very good week for, for maya in the doubles uh, winning three three of the matches in super tie break so uh, yeah nice nice you're game. right
0: you're right it was also her first final so i think that uh, that is yeah that is very good and maybe uh, hopefully it can keep some confidence to to yeah Another week in 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 and serbia and and hopefully also that it will affect the, the single single player a little bit so she can pick up some more points.
1: Do you think it normally does that does the... <laughs> people
0: people tend, people tend to say it it does, but I, I'm not sure there I think there's no evidence for that. I think <laughs> it's a random force of nature, you can say. <laughs>
1: But, but you were also saying like hope hope this can affect the single so uh...
0: yeah but that's because i also is biased by by the the opinion that it can affect because of course the worst for a tennis player is to to lose monday morning and 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 travel home and yeah. here you have like a second second chance with, with doubles that you can stay longer and you feel you're part of the tournament and you feel it can be actually a good week
1: yeah okay
0: what uh... what would you if you were a professional player Linus, i will ask you this. Yeah. Uh, if you were a professional player, you were playing a, a, a ICF tournament at 15 or 25, and you had the option between A, losing first round in singles, going to the final in doubles, or B, going to second round in singles and lose second round of doubles. What would you choose? Oof. The money is the same. The points is the same. Just what would you choose?
1: Wow. The, the second round is not so much... Uh... Oh, very, very tough. But r- r- spontaneously, I would probably say go to the final in doubles. I think so, too. Uh, I think so, too. It's, uh, fun ma- it's fun to have matches every day, and it's yeah. always fun to play about the trophy. If you Exactly. Would, if you would have said, like, you go to the semi-final in doubles, I would not. Of course. Uh, no, no. But, but finals is actually fun, I think. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I would re- choose the final. No, no, I,
0: I agree, um, and I also think, especially the thing, as I said to you, which is very underrated, I think it's it's very important to stay in a tournament, uh, because when you're there, you get the right routines, you wake up early, you warm up, you are around the players that are playing, you practice there, and I think that is uh, something that uh, a lot of people and players are, are, yeah, uh, are, are developing at
1: and and I, I think in in I have discussed this so many times, some some people will laugh, but I think doubles is good for your singles sometimes, but I don't think that winning matches in doubles affect your results in singles so much. like if, if for example, Maya now, if she wins a title in doubles, that's that's not a given that she will do better in singles next week. I, I don't think that can correlate with each other. Uh, but but I think it's good to stay in the tournament, like you say. Uh, but but it's it's not something you can bring in. like it, it cannot give you confidence in your singles to win a couple of matches in doubles. I think that's def- different things. Uh, and I think we have many examples on that. And you can always find examples that tell the opposite, but I think uh, in general, no, you cannot bring it into the singles. So that's that.
0: I agree. I agree.
1: And uh, very, with that, very... do we go, go move into the juniors or...?
0: Yes, and we, we move on, and it's starting in yeah, in grade A or grade five hundred in Offenbach. big tournament, uh, and uh, yeah, the Swedish boys again hammering on, uh, and yeah, doing unbelievable. Uh, of course, uh, highlight of this week, and uh, maybe it can be highlight of the year for any Scandinavian junior is Sebastian Eriksson's run here in Offenbach unbelievable going from quality to the final um, yeah uh, after a very up and down year or two or maybe a year and a half this is um, the cherry on the top of the cake for Sebastian Uh, yeah uh, I feel that um, of course he was he went through the quality which was very good then he he had a good draw in the beginning, playing wild card, lucky loser, and then one guy retiring against him, his friend, actually, that he played uh, doubles with, Patrick Schoen from, from Switzerland. But then in quarterfinal, uh, I was almost, uh, yeah, uh, dropping my uh, morning coffee when I saw the results that he beat at uh, w- world number seven, uh, Branko Djuric, from, from Serbia. Uh, unbelievable result from Sebastian. And... Uh, with with that mentioned, uh, he also won semifinals and now in the final against Italian Federico Uh Yeah, if he wins tomorrow, it's for sure the biggest uh, junior results for 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 some years in for a Scandinavian player.
1: Uh, and I know because we have texted during the week that you have been really excited about this run from uh, Sebastian. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, unbelievable. It came as a as some kind of surprise i think
2: yeah
0: yeah and it, it was for him sent sent a gift from the guard you can say of course it's not the god that god that helps him but it was a gift because now he's uh, uh, main draw more or less for, for at least Wimbledon and, and and us open so he got two more uh, slam to uh, to play uh, yeah unbelievable um uh, and in the same tournament we also have Max Dalin in finals in in boys uh, which is uh, also a very good result and then I can say also that uh, Max he lost second round in singles but he beat it in the first round world number six Yardoslav demon from Russian which is also made my uh, uh made me drop my morning coffee because that is also unreal result for him so yeah very good and I can say Hopefully, very soon, I will get to see these young uh, Swedish player playing because I heard a rumor that they all have wild cards for Varnamo and for Kalmar, where I might attend uh, in the upcoming weeks here.
1: That will be nice. Maybe Rune, uh, I need to send you a new coffee cup when you have dropped two of them. No, no,
0: no, no. Because I mean, it's it's a good way. I can uh, uh, my coffee cup can can be dropped as many times as as it, it wants when it's something positive. So that is very good. No, I'm very very excited to to see not only Sebastian and Max, also Kevin and uh, albert uh, so that will be very interesting and maybe if we are very lucky with the draw we can see them against each other that will be a very good uh, benchmark for them to to face each other to see who is uh, the 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 top uh top swedish boy at the moment
1: yeah uh and uh just a guess how will sebastian do in the final today against bondioli
0: i think he will lose
1: okay but uh he have showed show the Made made some upsets this week earlier, so. It's, absolute. It's, it's but, but, absolute, but 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 if we can
0: say it like this, Sebastian made one huge upset. Uh, Bondolio has beaten four guys, same level as the top guy that uh, that uh, Sebastian
1: beated. Okay, so we will see. Uh, yeah. and uh, how does this week affect his uh, possibility to play the slams? Uh, no, no, that's what I said.
0: He saved himself uh, for two 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 more slams in in Wimbledon and in US Open with this result.
1: And uh, French Open.
0: No, I think it, it caught it's it, it closed a little bit stronger. So I think there he will have to play quality. Okay, okay, okay.
1: Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, more
0: results, of course.
1: Yeah, and uh, we have in
0: Rune. yeah
1: yeah go go. Rune. We have in Turkey in
0: Is Ismir. We have a uh, J100 where Vilma Krebs made final in both singles and doubles uh, for girls. So that was a very good uh, week for Vilma. And uh, hopefully Wilma can start now. She's established herself in on the grade four and grade three level, and hopefully she can do one or one or two more pushes uh, so she can make a US Open volley. Uh That would be good for her.
1: Okay, great. Uh, yeah, and uh... and
0: then we have in Italian J thirty. We have a singles win from uh, yeah from Finland Oskaria Paladios that won the final six one love six six four uh, very good and I think it's Oskari's first uh singles win on the Junior ITF tour so a lot of uh Finnish guys is coming up now and doing uh results on um yeah on the lower level of uh of uh, of ITF but uh Oskari still has two more years in junior or two and a half more years so I'm sure that he's a guy that we will uh, hear more for
1: okay Okay. Okay.
0: And actually, I'm wrong. It's his second win of the year in j 30 level. He also went one in Nestola. Okay. In February.
1: Nice and day. in the Thank same you. tournament, we, we also have se- we have had... said it before that the Finnish players are doing well. Some of them.
0: They are doing extremely well, especially on the boy side. Not so much on the on the girl side, but on the boy side, they have a a couple. But also, as we talked about, Finland is the is the country in Scandinavia that hosts most uh, low uh, low ranked. Uh, ITF Junior tournament so of course that will push uh, people forward if if Denmark and Sweden and Norway had the same they would also get more domestic players up yeah
1: yeah uh, yeah yeah
0: and then we had a final for Swedish Patrick Munkham, Munkhammer in yeah. uh, in uh, in also in Tallinn
1: yeah
0: and also he made finals in singles where he lost to Askari
1: okay yeah so uh... very good
0: week also for Patrick
1: I think and we, we have we almost every week we have some nice uh, junior results. We haven't mentioned it before, yeah. but um, yeah, on the lower levels we we go deep, week in and we, week out. We,
0: it is, and but and also as we talked about, there is always one um, a junior tournament nearby for the Scandinavian players uh, on on grade four or grade five level. So that's also very good.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, that's that's correct. Uh,
0: And the same tournament, Vinus, we had also semifinals double for the Finnish pair, Kostrom and Vajnika. And in the girls, also in Tallinn, there was final for Finnish girl, Daya Bibania.
1: Yep. There we go. Yep. And uh, was that a wrap of the uh, junior results? It was
0: a wrap of of the results
1: okay good week for scandinavian tennis I, I would rate it uh four out of five really okay yeah very good what do you think very good uh, maybe sebastian's final is doing a lot there but uh, anyway i think uh, pretty pretty good week uh, i agree
0: i agree but again we didn't have any wins on the highest level uh, so i think that is also something that we have to even that of course People don't see it so much, but uh, when Holger, Abeka, Clara, Casper, Emil, Otto, uh, they are winning, if they they are not winning as often as the juniors maybe, uh, because the competition is a lot higher, so that's when they're winning, we really have to, yeah, appreciate it.
1: Definitely. This week it was tough to win on the highest level though because uh, Madrid is being played during two weeks so uh... <laughs> uh, Ba uh, we also need to uh, talk a little bit about the the college tennis, right?
0: Yes the college tennis is going into the final uh, final uh, part of the year and most important part of the year that we also talked about last year last year we have now uh, we are facing off to the to the NCAA very very soon the college are preparing for that and then after the teams they play the individuals so I think uh, we should have a, a good uh, May coming up for for the college player and hopefully some of the Scandinavian players will will uh, will pop up um, somewhere here and there
1: yep and uh, will you follow it closely
0: yeah of course of course I will follow mm-hmm. it even even on live stream from time to time
1: uh, uh, and and what do you think about the how do you say, the, uh, the the circus with the college, with different rules and, and stuff like that, when you watch it through streams, can you still enjoy it?
0: Yeah, because I know the rules, so it's it doesn't bother me. It's the same if I go into the cinema and I watch a horror movie. I know, okay, I might be scared. And here, I know that this not-let call and all these coaches walking around on the court is, is just uh, normal. For that of course if i was playing i would say it was like kind of as you said a cir- circus but when you just watch it and you don't focus so much at it, it it's it's okay but of course it it is a little bit of a mess
1: <laughs> i love how you compare it to a horror movie <laughs> Ruin thompson compared college tennis to a horror movie <laughs>
0: no 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 but you asked me with how i was about the rules And and then I said, if I go to a horror movie, I also expect it to be scared. And here, (laughs) when I watch this live stream of college tennis, I expect uh, coaches to walk around on the court doing point play, and I expect uh, uh, no net call and all these time things.
1: Yeah, (laughs) the coaches are walking around like ghosts, scaring the players. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. No. No. But I don't know if you've seen it. It, it. It's
0: so disturbing. I don't know. I mean, one time. I didn't knew that it was a coach. I thought it was a ball kid, but the the guy was running into the court doing after a first serve to remove the ball. I don't know what's going on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. I love that. Um, okay, but we will follow the the college tennis uh, in in uh, the upcoming episodes and uh, uh, a bit, I guess. And we. Yes, also and I have... think that we should
0: also aim to have a guest from college that is playing in NCAA either individual or team in the podcast very soon.
1: That would be a lot of fun, actually. A lot of fun. And very short, uh, Rune, uh, maybe at the end here. We have a Swedish ITF coming up in Varberg for the girls. Uh, women, uh, 15K. Uh, and it starts, I think it's signing today, right? And yes. uh, we yes. have Fanny Oslund and Julita Sanar, Sanir, uh, three and four on the list. Uh, we have yes. Emily Elde, number seven. Yes. Olivia Gram, uh, eight on the list. And yes. Julia Løgqvist is also in the main draw, so we have a yes, game and game. we have Divine
0: Inveg that is uh, living in Denmark but now playing on the Nigerian flag.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and then I, I guess
0: yeah. with the with the list to move, we also have Tilda Stromquist in main draw. We have Anna sophie in main draw uh, because there has been some uh, some late withdrawals.
1: Probably, and I would not be surprised if Nelly Taraba-Walberg no. gets a wild card, for example. Of course,
0: she will get a wild card, hopefully, and also they will give uh, Tiana Ding a wild card, I hope, and uh, yeah, uh, maybe also Linnea. I think they have to do this uh, with with the young, uh, the the young ones, especially on fifteen level for women's. They can compete. Yeah, if at they that.
1: don't do it here. They will never do it. Probably. So no, no. Then, then
0: of course we we have to, we have to to see. Then I don't know. Maybe political. Uh, recent uh, place a role there but I feel that this this uh, this tournament we can get a Scandinavian winner
1: yeah will you will you give us a name what's your guess no
0: I will not give you a name because I don't know the conditions I can see it will be very cold in in Warburg court probably will probably not well. be super yeah. good and uh, yeah I don't know but I I feel that uh, there is a good chance that uh, that one of the Scandinavian girls or women's will, will will go DPM uh, I would, uh, also I will say I feel miss- almost it's too early for 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 Scandinavia and Sweden also to, to yeah. host an international tournament here in the beginning, beginning of May.
1: It's on the kind of surface that is called fake clay a little bit. Uh, so it's not normal clay. No, normally so it's red clay. It's, 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 it's a lot of wind in Varberg, so it would suit Fanny uh, Hösling quite well. But it's also cold, which is not very good for her uh, her body, I think. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we, we will see uh, anyway. Uh, Rune, I think this is a wrap of this week, and uh, now when we uh, say goodbye, we will put on uh, your chat with uh, Ulrike Akeri, uh, a, a player I I admire quite a lot, uh, keep, she keeps fighting uh, up in the age, uh, both singles and doubles, and uh, is having great results, especially on the doubles tour, so let's put on uh, Ulrike, and, uh, and uh, we will follow up all the results closely next week as well, bye bye.
0: And welcome here to Ulrike Eigeri from Norway. Great to have you here on the show. How are you?
2: Uh, hello, I'm good. How are you? Uh, thanks a lot for having me. It's uh, it's nice to be able to join the podcast.
0: You're welcome and always a pleasure. And you came right away from a title. Take us a little <laughs> bit back to last week, how it was to, to win the, 100, no, the 100k title in Oedas in Portugal.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was um, overall, like, yeah, I'm very happy we were able to win. I think we, every match was so close. Um, and, you know, we had the margins on our side. I think in the... Um, in the semi final we played uh, very good and in the final we we stepped up in the super tie break i think with uh, got a little bit of a bad start but um yeah overall you know it was a um, good week to be able to win i think
0: and was it first time you played with eri or have you played with her before uh, so you knew a little bit about her game and <laughs> and how you would uh, work as a constellation
2: yeah, no, it's the first time we teamed up together, but we we played against each other so many times, um, so we knew each other, but not, not on the same side of the net. So, uh, so yeah, it takes you know sometimes a bit of time to adjust, but you know we were able to come through so many tough moments and and fight until the end. So it was a good experience. Yeah.
0: So it <laughs> it it could be a future consolation for more tournaments, I guess.
2: Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we're staying together now until French Open. So, and this is probably the first time now that I'm staying with one partner for many tournaments in a row. I've actually never done that. So, yeah, hopefully we can we can get to know each other better and and continue to uh, you know improve our games. And um, yeah, hopefully hopefully it's gonna be um, good teamwork.
0: I think that's a very important key for any double player to have a fixed partner? Because I know for a lot of both men and women, it can be a hustle to find a partner just for next week and then survive that, find another one, make it with the cut, with the combined ranking and all this. How do you see all this uh, as a double player?
2: It's that I haven't really had one partner, so I've been changing, I think, every week almost. So it's there's, they're already set, and I'm kind of on the edge, you know, trying to break through and don't really have a set partner. And I think to get into the to the thousands and the big ones, you need you need to be set with a top fifty partner. So um, you know that's what I'm working towards and trying to hopefully fewer and fewer partners in the future. <laughs>
0: But that is also quite remarkable then, Ulrike, that you have reached it up to top 50 without having a fixed partner for so many years. I think that is an unbelievable achievement because nobody is doing it that way. Normally, they have a partner, at least for the last push from 120 up to 50.
2: Yeah, you know, I've actually never, um, (laughs) never thought about being a doubles player. I've always just done well in doubles while I was focusing on singles. So... I think a couple years ago my ranking just started to improve in doubles and I started going for bigger and bigger tournaments and um, I mean it led me to where I am now I think but um, yeah so I still don't feel like I have a yeah I don't have a stable partner yet and I think when I once I get that uh, I will improve even more I think so
0: yeah. Yeah, but I can, uh, and also now you combined your doubles with playing singles in the higher events. Whenever you get in, I guess a lot of the time it's it's barely on the edge with your single ranking now. But now you played some single matches both last week here, uh, where you made it to to second round in ORS in the sixty. But you also played a lot of singles in the Fed Cup or Billie Jean Cup uh, t- three weeks ago. So yeah. how is it to play singles as a double player now?
2: well i mean i love to play singles um so uh, i mean singles is really my passion <laughs> it's what i love the most it's um it's a bit frustrating i see that my level's been this year i've been struggling and not been especially in building king cup i was um feeling very bad on the court so I'm not really feeling great but um yeah i'm not you know want to um, stop when it gets tough i mean i re- i still really want to do singles and i believe I, I still have some good results in me. Um, it's a little bit tough now because my rankings dropped so much. So I just so want to try to get it up a little bit so I can get into more of the bigger tournaments and yeah.
0: And, and how do you practice yeah. Reggae? Do you only practice uh, doubles when you are out on tour or you also try to play uh, some singles uh, now and then when there is a, a hole doing your your traveling and, and also your home-based uh, practice?
2: I mean, I do try to uh, practice a little bit of singles as well. Um, so it's a it's a combination, I would say. When I'm home, I, I don't really practice doubles. Uh, but when I'm uh, on tournaments, it's uh, if I'm playing doubles, I'm practicing doubles mostly, and I'm just trying to get some singles here and there.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. And let's take it again back to the Billie Jean and how it was to both, of course, that you are representing your country again, that you have done for so many years, but also how it is to be on a team now where you are both, of course, uh, the captain, you can say both age-wise, but also the one with most experience. How is it to to like um, take that position and try to help Lily and uh, Elde and also uh, Malene a little bit maybe?
2: Yeah, I mean, um, building King Cup has always been one of my favorite weeks of the year. It's always something I look forward to. I love uh, representing our country and and being in the team environment. I think um, all the girls were such good friends. We practice together at home. Uh, we know each other so well because there's not that many players in, in Norway and everybody practices um, together in Oslo. So uh, yeah, it's it, it's such a
0: And now you are in Germany. I know for uh, as hundred k or or eighty k. Uh,
2: actually, I'm in I'm in Saint Malo for Saint-Malou. the one twenty five.
0: Yeah, one twenty five. And then what yes. is your plans after uh, Saint Malou and I guess uh, the next week up to to French Open, and also a little bit after, if you know.
2: Yeah, so I'll play um I'll play actually Rome uh, with a different partner, and then I'll play with Husumi again um for a few tournaments, 125 and 250 and French Open. So that's my plan for now, and then after French Open, I'm I'm not sure yet.
0: <laughs> and and you try to sign for singles in these two events also, but I guess it's it's tough.
2: Uh yeah, I mean I, I always sign I always you know, if I get the opportunity, I try to take it, but um, it's tougher and tougher with my ranking now. So like I said, I, I maybe want to play a few ITFs and try to get my ranking up a little bit. And um, and yeah, so I get more chances.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much, Ulrike, and we wish you the best mm-hmm. of luck. And uh, hopefully that uh, your, your single rank will be enough to get into some events so you can uh, catch up with your passion as a single player. Thank you so much. And yeah, a pleasure talking to you
2: thanks for having me
1: (laughs) and that's of course a wrap of this week's episode and hopefully we get some big trophies home to Scandinavia later, uh, later on this Sunday take care bye bye